Hello, everyone, and welcome to the L-E-G-I-O-N-P-O-D-C-A-S-T. I am Murray, and this week, I am an officer of Grackle, gazing right at Kaka lying everywhere. Sheesh. Oh, that does not sound fun. <laughs> it isn't. It isn't. And it happens every year. And this year, the Grackles fooled us into thinking that it wasn't going to happen because they came early. Like we have our bird feeders out and the finches and the cardinals are all cute and they they eat and the sparrows eat. And then every year for like a little while, the Grackles swing down and eat everything in sight. And this year they came early, so I figured, oh, okay, they came early, nothing's happened except they're eating like pigs, but nothing else has happened, we're good. But like clockwork, every year, the middle of May, we must be in like a fly zone or something, or it must be like middle of May when they have their paint splatter wars or whatever, but <laughs> the sunroom just gets coated. Like, oh. it's, it's like we're in a fly zone and... Bird droppings everywhere, like all over the windows, all over the seat. Like, it's like... I told you those target designs were a bad idea. (laughs) Yeah, I got to change the target design uh, (laughs) rug. (laughs) It's crazy. Like, every year it happens. Every year I think, nope, we've missed it. It hasn't happened. And then we hit mid-May and boom, 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 boom. We're attacked. It's brutal. Now we need like a thunderstorm to just clean everything off because because it's just too much for me to clean man <laughs> yeah that's quite a bit you're gonna you need a pressure washer on that sucker yes yes i know i hear you anyway. I, I learned something i learned that grackles are real oh they're real thought, and they're awful i i thought you said grackle and i'm like isn't that some like one of the little monsters from that from mage that he fought <laughs> didn't Kevin Matchstick well beat be. up those guys and I'm like wait a minute <laughs> and you were talking about I'm like wait 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 that's a real thing oh, they're God. a thing they're like a and they're kind of like they're they're black but they've got like blue and purple like sheen to them when the light hits them so they'd be okay to look at if they weren't like messy messy pigs that scared away all the other birds so yeah well they I'm looking at pictures because I looked them up I'm like oh that is real they do kind of have that like little evil look in their eye like oh yeah they're they got crazy eyes yes they're not like goose mean but they've got crazy eye for sure yeah you never know they're gonna be sitting there eating with you next to you know back you to death exactly exactly however we're now hitting mid-may so I think I think this is like their final hurrah I think this is their like whoop whoop they've had a big party and now it's time to go I think oh good I think yeah. Hopefully. Let's hope. <laughs> Tune in next week and find out. Tune in and let's see if we've had a monsoon and Murray's sunroom is clean again. <laughs> <laughs> All righty, that's me. Polywog is off in Scoutland helping badges get created or won or awarded, however they do that in Scouts. So he'll be back. I crochet the the, the uh, badges. That could very well be my knowledge of badges ended long, long ago. Yeah, I, 
I know they exist. It's pretty That's much right. all I remember. <laughs> so he's gone, but I'm Al, and this week I have been dealing with and fighting the agents of Spotify. Stupid oh. podcast organization, typical idiocy from, you know. Because <laughs> Spotify apparently did a update recently where they changed how they organize all the podcasts and everything you can listen to on there. And they went from plan that makes sense, it was easy to follow, to eh, throw it all in the air and let's see what happens. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, don't you hate that? You find like an app or a program that works that, and you just get it organized perfectly and everything is running just the way you need it to. And then, boom, they do an update or something. And When I download something and then I have to spend five minutes trying to figure out where that is. Oh. No. Nope. 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 So thank you, Spotify. You're now giving me a reason to look at other apps. <laughs> There you go. That's clearly what they wanted. Yeah, totally. they, they feel like they have too much of the market share and they don't want to be a monopoly. So they're doing this. <laughs> so people doing this leave. out of the goodness of their hearts. That's right. For the and free help market out economy. The guy. <laughs> Spotify cares. I'm sure. I'm sure that's exactly what they were thinking. Yeah, <laughs> totally. And you know who else cares? The oh. DC editors, because they oh. slapped a suggested for mature adults on the cover of Lobo's back number three. Not just mature readers, mature adults. That's right. <laughs> you got to be a mature and you got to be an adult before you can read this book. <laughs> which means, shh, don't tell anybody I'm reading this. That's right. That is right. That's why Paul I, isn't here. That's He's right. like, no, nah, I was told I was not allowed to read this. Sorry. One of those things I am not. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and we got a great Bisley cover with Lobo no. in some sort of machine. No, we don't. Oh, we don't have a Bisley cover? Isn't that, doesn't that say Keith? Mm. I mean, that kind of looks like a Sam. I mean, that looks like Sam Keith to me. Oh, it could. It could be. Oh, let's see what it says inside. It's a. Uh, I don't see the uh, signature anywhere. Oh, Does it my copy you? has it. A big thing in the lower right hand of the cover. That. I mean, it's oh. hard to make out what it is, but it definitely looks like a Keith. Oh yeah, it's right there. Yeah, it's like right there, Keith. Mm-hmm. Why so the heck yeah, is you're right. It cover? could be a Sam Keith. Mm-hmm. Because it's definitely not Keith Giffen. <laughs> Hold on, I'm looking it up to make sure I am correct. Yep, I Sam bet Keith. You are. Yeah. It looks good. It's very good. That's just weird. All of a sudden it's like no Bisley cover. I mean, to be fair, if you're not gonna have Bisley, Sam Keith Sam probably Keith is, is a good supplement. He's a good supplement. Yep. Yep. Totally. Substitution, that's the word. Mm -hmm. For sure. For sure. We got Lobo hulking out on the cover. As a couple of angels look at him, and Lobo is saying, one more time. Boop, boop. It is part three, if the jackboot fits. A Keith Giffen plot and breakdowns. Alan Grant on script. Simon Bisley is the artist. Danny Vazo is the colorist. Is that new? Hmm. Uh, let me look. Hold on. Todd Klein letterer. Oh, and there it is right there. Cover art by Sam Keith. Mm-hmm. Last time the colors were Laverne. 
Yeah, I thought Danny Vazo's name was new. Huh. And I'm listening, so I'm looking here anyway. Let me double check. That's what, oh, that's right. All the extra covers from issue one. Right, uh, right, right, right. It was Le- Laverne Kondersky on issue one as well for the colors. Yeah. yeah. Hmm. Interesting. Interesting. All righty. We open up. Lobo is still a babe. <laughs> a babe with a stogie, however. Hanging out in England, 1940, while Hitler's airborne bully boys bomb the crap out of London. The East End's chirpy Cockneys sing to keep up their spirits. I am not doing a Cockney accent because, goodness, (laughs) that's beyond my abilities. Anyway, they're singing away, driving poor Lobo bananas for frag shake. Guys, shut up, or you'll all be dilly-dallying all the way to early fragging graves. And and Lobo is just hanging out there in his leather bikini and his big lobo boots and his big regular lobo arm yeah i again i oh my god what did that poor woman do to deserve this <laughs> not lobo but the one that that he's gave he's, birth to him i know man yeesh yeesh singing ass wipes i don't need soon as i can get wasted enough to off myself i'm out of here I'll teach that backstabbing afterlife bastards to mess with my Y chromosome count. Sheesh. It's a wonder anybody can get off on this lukewarm rat's drool. Now, that is not a description I've ever heard used for beer before, but I kind of like it. <laughs> rat's drool. Oh, rat's drool. Mm-hmm. No wonder these creeps lost their empire. Hey, guys. I'm horny. And, of course, that chases them all out of the place, and Lobo finally has the bar all to himself. (laughs) All to himself. And he wanders around. Oh, um, guess I best be getting on with it. The sooner I'm out of this body, happier I'll be. Like, it's a bit pneumatic for my tastes. (laughs) I'll say, especially the way Bisley's drawing it, it's very pneumatic. (laughs) (laughs) It's true. (laughs) And I can't help feeling something important is missing. Still, I suppose it could have been worse. It could have been that time. I'm not sure what he means. Oh, Uh, yeah. I... (laughs) Yep. I do get it. Oh, boy. They went there. Wow. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Oh, boy. Are you surprised they went there? They go go everywhere. No, no. I mean... (laughs) No, it just took me a few minutes to clue into clue into uh, what they were talking about there. Hmm. Alrighty, there is an alarm siren. Hot dog! The bad guys is coming. It's party time. So Lobo goes running out through the wall. Nice to know that some folks in this pathetic mud ball know how to get down at boogie. And he gets out, and he sees a cute little girl hanging out in the. Uh, Bombed out buildings. <laughs> Bombed out buildings. Please, miss, help me. My mumsy's pinned under this heavy debris. <laughs> Admit it, kid. <laughs> You're trying to hassle me into bad taste speech impediment jokes. Well, it won't work, white. <laughs> <laughs> now, how much cash you got? And the little munchkin has just a couple of coins. It's all I could find, toots. So we, <laughs> and we see he's found. 
the little girl's mom's head and foot. Just one of the feet. <laughs> Just Not one of the both. feet. But the foot does still have like a little high-heeled shoe on it, so, you know. So I got a shoe, too, at least. That's right. She gets a shoe. <laughs> Chump, what'd she expect for this pins? Fiery death from the skies. Great. Shouldn't be too hard to get myself the one-way womp. It's just a matter of boozing my natural reflexes into oblivion so as I don't fight back. Uh, okay, dweebs, come and get me. He's standing on the top. She is standing. She? He? Yeah, she climbed up to one of the, yeah, the buildings <laughs> to get as close to the bombs as possible. That's right. Hey, down here, you geeks, blow me away. Now, now, little lady, that's just the attitude the Ratsies are trying to encourage, says someone off-panel. What in the name of fetal's gallbladder? <laughs> yeah. And we turn, and this was a surprise. Yes, I know. I was like, what the hell? I know. We get General Glory and his sidekick. And I have lost track of Justice League International. I don't think I was reading it by the time he popped in. Is this, had he already been established in Justice League? Oh, yeah. League? Yeah. Because this is this book's coming out now. This is uh, 92, we said. Yeah. And General Glory showed up in Justice League America 45, which was cover dated December 1990. So he's been okay, around for so a year. So he's been around for a while already. Sorry, January. Sorry, he comes out in 46, January 91. But still. Yeah. It's totally. Year. Yep. Take a powder, Boy Scout. I got me a hot date with Lady Death, and she ain't taking prisoners. I knew it. Another sad case, totally unhinged by the drone of the bombers. The constant dull whomp of explosions. All the insidious evils of this insane, insufferable, interminable war. His little sidekick says, Cripes, would you look at the size of her general glory? I mean, look at those, those... Easy, Ernie lad. That's cold bath talk. <laughs> uh, Ernie, Ernest P. Ernest. That's right. Come along, miss. Where's the old blighty spirit? Pack up your troubles in your old kit bag and smile, smile, smile. And Lobo's having none of that. You deaf or something, chin face? <laughs> I said, beat it, vamoose, brag off. Go easy on her, Ernie. She's not in her right mind. Well, that that that's actually true. <laughs> he that, is that's not always wrong. true. He is not wrong. Uh, I gotta say, Ernie. Ernie looks wonky in all of these panels. Uh, Ernie, he's just—it's like he's using Ernie as like a cartoon character here. <laughs> totally. Because I mean, a cartoon it, character drawn by a kid. <laughs> well, because like they they still stay in the fight. Lobo and General Glory still stay the same way that Bison was drawing them before. But totally. Ernie basically becomes like one of those little weird background characters that he draws. Yes, very much so. Yeah. Holy frag on toast! I don't believe this. Don't worry, ma'am. It's all right. <laughs> Hurrah! Even gravity's no match for good old General Glory. And they continue to fight. And as they're fighting, Lobo says, the last straw, the very last fragging straw. Oh, here it comes. Oh, see? This, <laughs> this podcast has been brought to you by Duolingo. 
<laughs> Back to the story. <laughs> Entertain me. That's what counts. In a decent universe, Baubs like you wouldn't even exist. I don't know if that's like. What's a Baubs? B O W B S? Yeah, I gotta look it up. Yeah. Is that supposed to be like boobs like you wouldn't even exist or bubs like you wouldn't even exist? I don't know what Baubs is. I don't know if it's a British slang that I'm unaware of or an Alan Grant slang that I'm unaware of, but <laughs> either way, Lobo is racing towards Ernie. Come here, you feebs. I'm going to chew your guts. And as fate would have it, Lobo trips, falls down onto the ground, I guess, and then is... thrown into the air somehow lobo fell face first right forward chest first oh (laughs) therefore i get it oh my goodness mr fox you are slow today (laughs) yes there's a squumph and then a sprawling yeah okay so she falls face first onto herself and is Pushed back up into the air. Where fate would have it, she is blown to pieces by a bomb. And it looks like by one of the British bombs. <laughs> yeah, a cannon. She gets a direct hit, Sarge. How about a nice cup of tea to celebrate? And General Glory just says, just when you think you've seen it all, eh, Ernie boy? Yeah. <laughs> by the way, I can't find Baub's listed anywhere the closest i get is apparently it's the name of a character or something from world of warcraft but that's probably yeah, not what they're i think it's to. yeah if anyone out there knows what baubs is or if it's just a version I, it doesn't even matter it's or just if you're alan grant yeah out there <laughs> if you're alan grant tell huh? us what a baub is yeah hmm. Sure enough, Lobo's blown up and he ends up in the afterlife. Welcome to the afterlife. Please join the line appropriate to, sir, that means you. Please join the... And of course, Lobo's having none of it. He is stomping through the pearly gates. This time, we don't get to see Lobo um, totally naked and, and artfully hidden. He's wearing a lovely pair of pink panties, so... But he's back to being... He's back to being regular Lobo. (laughs) Growly and grumpy. And the angels are shocking when I was a cherub. If you died a woman, you stayed a woman. And the poor little birds that he met last last issue, he's just stomping on them and squashing them. And (laughs) whichever ones survive are saying, flee, it's Satan. So he pushes his way into the administrator's office. And this is something I did not get at the end of last issue. The administrator was talking, I think, to whoever's in charge. Yeah, but it looked like like the panels were kind of closing in on him as if someone was unhappy with him. And this issue, we find that the administrator's face is... It's like it's got some kind of mass growing out of it, or not just a mass, like tentacles or something. Yeah, it's seen better days, and clearly something's wrong with him. He's had... Oh, he's (laughs) he's a Band-Aid. Well, he's got a (laughs) Band-Aid, for sure. A Band-Aid and, yeah, tentacly infection, for sure, going on on the 
one side of his face. Half of me wonders if I'm missing something, and the other half of me thinks it's just Bisley going, yeah. Yeah, just I having felt, some fun. It, I felt like drawing this. So totally. I did. Yeah, so for the rest of the issue, the administrator is going to have like a tentacly face that just gets worse and worse and worse as the issue progresses. Yep. <laughs> uh, Lobo, well, yes, I can't really say I wasn't expecting you. Three guesses what happened to the last clown to cross me. In exactly one minute, if I'm still here, I show ya. Look, one has never reincarnated quite as one's old self. I thought you understood that much. I don't understand nothing unless I want to understand it. <laughs> I ain't just anyone. See, I'm the main man, and that's exactly what I'm going back as. Listen, Mr. Uh, Bo... I'm afraid that's out of the question. It just isn't done. Now, if you'd like to try for another... No. I don't want to try another friggin' nothing. <laughs> I want to go back as me now at exactly the same time I was originally wasted. You got ten seconds left. <laughs> and somehow the thought, the, the picture of Lobo getting all uh, grumpy and cranky and shouting is undercut by his little frilly pink underpants <laughs> or what you cut up rough rather a hollow threat don't you think when we're all dead anyway there's not much you can do to a dead man you know got you there mm? so lobo <laughs> responds with a kick to the groin that sends the poor man's spine right through him and into the air yeah, he is however that's right able to uh speak so he says uh ms morales can you get me the reincarnation division <laughs> <laughs> and shortly lobo is sent down to reincarnation unit 3b all applicants please have your karmic evaluation slip ready for inspection and always remember the bad times don't last forever <laughs> another line this place is worse than hannah the happy hookers this is the appeals division you are looking for a specific reintro, aren't you? Can't hurry these things, you know. Holy fragaroli, I could be here till doomsday. Because he's at the end of a very long line. After Frankenstein. <laughs> After Frankenstein, that's right. And he's standing beside uh, elderly or just, I don't know, some, some dude with blonde fluffy hair. Yeah. Hi there, big boy. What are you appealing for? I'm hoping for something a trifle less gauche this time around. Is that a fact? The last time, ugh, all of that body hair, those pectorals, it was positively gruesome. Let me tell you, hell can't even begin to describe it. I used to get these terrible migraines, but this time, something with bright plumage, I think. Something glittery yes lovely plumage a soupçon de glitter and an oh so delicate demeanor or perhaps a nice little top knot <laughs> he's done speaking because <laughs> lobo's had enough enough's enough cecil and he starts grabbing at cecil's face and just kind of pulls the face right off the the, the, skull. the skull how about a soupçon to shut up all right and then the next person has learned nothing in line. Hello, friend. What are you hoping for? Followed by a loud crunch. 
<laughs> so Lobo finally makes it to the front of the line, and the person behind him is <laughs> holding his head. Holding his head while uh, Cecil is holding his face. <laughs> twelve it years me later, of, uh, Beetlejuice. Yeah, very much so. So twelve years goes by, but time has absolutely no meaning in the celestial realms. Uh, he is right behind um, someone in line who's saying, or maybe something like a Shih Tzu. That might be nice. They're so affectionate. Although the Maltese are a hardy breed, aren't they? Strong digestions, I believe. But definitely not a French poodle. They're too yappy, don't you think? No, a Shih Tzu sounds just right. And Lobo kind of pokes his head in and says, you want to move it along there, Fido? What's your beef anyway? It's not as if you ain't already a dog. (laughs) And uh, the secretary says, sir, please return to your place in line. This is a very fragile time. Very fragile indeed. And the lady that would like to become a dog says, feckless hooligan. Two outs, says Lobo. Bottom of the ninth. And everyone around him is kind of trembling in... in, uh, (laughs) <laughs> worry well, feckless yeah, hooligans has an idea Lobo. <laughs> that's right feckless hooligans trailing by one two best stitches on base Lobo on deck and he grabs three people and kind of grabs all their legs in his in his hand like as if they were bats and starts <laughs> swinging them around and the crowd goes ape mighty Lobo strides manfully to the batter's box Here's the wind-up and the pitch. And he takes aim at the uh, lady that wants to be reincarnated as a dog. Of course, I could always be a little kitty. And uh, we don't even see what's happened. We just hear that there's a couple of alarms, and we see all of the shock troops racing down. (laughs) The shock troops of heaven. 37 crack troop division to restrain him, sir. We're holding him in unit 3B pending orders. And the administrator says, just just do whatever he wants. Uh, pardon, sir? No punishment? No purgatory? No, just do what he asks. I want him gone. Gone. <laughs> like he'd never existed. So gone away forever, please. Uh, yes, sir. Uh, once, sir. So we find Lobo is chained up, like massively chained up, like <laughs> chained up like crazy. And someone is talking to him. How about this? The potential for mayhem and all around badness is high, very high. So they're showing Lobo a picture of what he could be reincarnated as. A comic book editor? Bite me, Geekwad. Even I got standards. <laughs> <laughs> You're determined to make this difficult, aren't you? How many times do I got to tell you four eyes? Me, as I was, when I was. Like a boulder could understand that. It's not nearly as easy as you think. Oh, all right, we'll give it a try. Who cares if the universal wheel of karma comes grinding to a halt? (laughs) All systems go. We have a green light. Double check your coordinates. Let's get it bang on this time. Everything checks, sir. Initiating final sequence now. You better pray you got it right, Clyde, or I'll be back, and your pals will be calling you eight eyes, comprende? On my mark. Three, two, one, gone. 
boff, Lobo is sent back to Earth. And the the operator of the reincarnation unit is talking to the inspector who is really having a tough time of it. His face is gone. I think Cthulhu is coming, coming out of him. That's <laughs> totally, what it looks like. Totally. Um, I, uh, I did warn him about the difficulties, sir. You what? How? How could something like this happen? Aren't you guys professionals? Of course, sir. It was an inputting oversight. Anyone could have missed it. His point of death, duly seven, it seems there's still a rather obscure interlac dialect in use there. And some uh, words, well, their meaning can be different. Quite, quite different. Uh, take Zarnian, for instance. Oh, no. Oh, please, no. By programming a duly seven point of arrival in standard interlac, skip the dribble. What's the bottom line? How bad is it? <laughs> <laughs> and we get a page flip, and we see Lobo has been reincarnated as a squirrel. An angry-looking Lobo squirrel. <laughs> a Lobo squirrel. They did it again. Suckered me like a green fragging rookie. A squirrel. A fragging squirrel. <laughs> And, and not a giant squirrel, people. A, a regular squirrel-sized squirrel. Yeah, a regular squirrel. Oh, man, when I get back up there, I'll use their stupid heads for bowling. I'll eat their pukey wings on toast. They'll remember the main man for all fragging eternity. And we realize that he has been reincarnated just at the point of his death because uh, Lou is saying feces. Who in the name of... Beatles giz. Well, that's Lobo actually talking. Lobo's yeah, talking. That Lobo's, yeah, yeah. That Lobo's line. Ah, yeah, you got me, you dirty rat. As Lobo is pulled apart again. And Squirrel Lobo gets to see himself get pulled apart. And then Lobo's body falls on Squirrel Lobo <laughs> and gets squished. <laughs> he lasted two pages. <laughs> two old pages. And we get a cameo by Death. Of the endless. <laughs> That's right. I'm sure Neil Gaiman has uh, been uh, signed all the release forms and all that stuff. <laughs> you know what? He's got a sense of humor. I, I would totally. think he'd be amused by this. And it's only a one-panel thing. It's a one-panel thing. That's right. We see Death give Lobo a big slap on the face. I told you to watch those hands, Lobo. Don't sweat it, pale face. One of these days, me and you'll really have to get it on. But for now, I got business to attend to, like payback business with extreme violence. And he's back up in the afterlife, and there's not a line, not one line. What the hell happened to the line? Guess they're expecting me. Har, har, har. Oh, yeah, they're expecting me, all right. Would you just grok what those butt brains has done? I'm almost impressed. Well, nearly almost. Because there's like 8 million missiles and cannons pointed right at Lobo. <laughs> I think they start preparing the moment the director was to realize what it was. That's right. We send them back as a squirrel. Okay, we're going to need all of the heavenly <laughs> arsenal here. And we get a final page of, okay, yeah, do good and celestial dweebs. Let's rock and frag and roll. Boom, boom, boom. <laughs> And that brings us to the end of Lobo's Back, number three. Yep. Yes. This, this was, was really fun. fun read. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
Because like, oh, oh, he's trying trying to get killed. He can't get killed. And they kill him like, oh, we made a mistake again. Yes. Yeah. I just wish I knew what was going on with the guy's face here. Like, is that supposed to be something? Or uh, is it like uh, when, you know, the, according to the story, whether it's true or not, when Stan Lee got the pages for Fantastic Four 48 with Galactus, and he's like, who's that little guy on the surfboard? What's that? Totally. Totally. Either way, I think it's all, uh, I think it's all good. I, I mean, yeah, we'll either, I'm just assuming it's as a result of Lobo's, as a result of giving it to Lobo, he's had to pay some penance and his drippy face is part of the penance that he gets to, <laughs> he gets to deal with, or he's feeling guilty or. That's how the stress just, comes out. That's right. That's he doesn't right. get we, ulcer. He gets that. <laughs> he gets face droop. That's right. <laughs> Very much so. Yes. Oh, poor guy. I know. I know. So we got one more issue, I think. It's just a four-issue mini right? Yes. Yes, there's yeah. one more. The last issue. So we got to wrap everything up. We'll wrap it all up, and then Lobo will get sent back to Legion in one piece. Probably. I assume. <laughs> yeah. I assume. That's yes. my guess. Mm-hmm. Totally. Totally. In the meantime, if there's feedback, Paul has it, and he will let us know what it is next week. Yes. And you can send us your feedback to all the usual places, the Facebook page, the website page, the Gmail account page. Wherever you want to send it, you just put it out there and we'll find it. Yep, send it to us. Well, Paul will tell us what it is eventually. If you <laughs> Paul will find it. Paul Flacker. will read it. That's right. That's right. <laughs> He's not listening to this anyway. Who cares? <laughs> exactly. Well, that's it. Thanks, everyone. We will catch you next. W-E-E-K. B-L-E-S-S. Less. 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 I don't know. I don't make up these languages. (laughs) All righty. Less it is. (laughs) (laughs) 